0: Thank you, right? Are you suggesting that someone's trying to make a real-life sequel? STAT 2? Who'd want to do that?
1: Sequels suck. Two in the box! Ready to go! We be fast (laughs) and they be slow! Wow! A
0: second
2: Super Saiyan? Second in order, perhaps, but by no means in stature. Your fight is with me now! I'll have my revenge and Deathstalker 2. Man, I can't fucking believe this. Another basement, another elevator the same shit happened to the same guy twice
0: oh please please by definition alone there fear your hey everyone thanks again for tuning in to another episode of inside the sequel the podcast where we talk about sequel movies that don't get enough love or attention today i'm your host as always chris and uh today we're talking about a movie that i don't know if it's underappreciated because it's been got it's been getting very positive reception as the release has already came and gone and you can watch it on paramount plus now uh but today we're talking about the i would say the hit sequel um to sonic we're talking about sonic the hedgehog 2. there were two orders of heroes have been fighting each other for centuries
2: like ben diesel and the rock I will destroy this planet. Oh, great. The Winter Soldier. So nice when diabolical evil lives up to the height. I think we lost him. Nope, he's not lost. He's very not lost.
1: Sonic the Hedgehog 2. This film is not yet ready.
0: Um... So I feel all over the place because it's like, you know, this movie is not underrated. I think everybody likes the first Sonic movie and then Sonic 2 happened and I was like, yeah, I I raced my ass to the theater for it. Um, But today I have two great guests that I've been I I mean, regardless of the movie, I was going to want to have them on. But I figured, you know, let's just have some jokes and have a good time talking about this movie. I have Doug McCambridge from Good Times Great Movies. Doug, how are you? Oh, I'm great. Thank you for having me
2: back. Um, I really, I had a feeling I'd never be on your show again uh, because I do feel responsible for, I'm going to say the lengthy hiatus you took after (laughs) I forced us to watch uh, The Howling 2 and then sort of derailed your entire show by going i didn't know that this movie existed before i watched it like i destroyed the premise of your show in an episode it may have been the worst thing i've ever done and i apologize
0: still recovering still recovering (laughs) and then we have then we have one of my favorite guests i have on podcasting she's the host of the schlock and all podcast we have Lindsay wilkins Lindsay, how are you thank you for being back on
1: Oh no, thanks for um having me back. I'm very excited. Like when you sort of said inside the sequel, I was like, yes, what are we talking about? Sonic 2, sure, why oh. not?
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's like, we've talked about adult films, uh, not those dogs, but the adult films that <laughs> are Whatever. like Lincoln and Shin Godzilla, like these, you know, these thought provoking films. And she's um, like, hey, how about Sonic 2? With Doug McCambridge, you know, we did, you know, Caddyshack 2, the Holly 2. Let's talk about, you know, a oh, hedgehog. Brilliant, <laughs> brilliant episodes.
1: Brilliant episodes. <laughs> I particularly love the Caddyshack 2 of just you both going, why are we watching this again? <laughs> uh, I,
2: I, all right. So listen, maybe that's what you heard. But what I said is, that's an amazing movie that everybody should see, and I will defend it uh, forever. It's yeah. one of the greatest movies ever made, one of the greatest sequels ever made. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, and that's not a joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, do, you do love it, but you were very apologetic of like... Oh, no, 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 no. no yeah,
2: <laughs> no, I feel bad if anybody actually watches it. I enjoy it, but nobody should
0: watch it. You're right about that. Mm-hmm, i mm-hmm. actually
1: have not yeah i have not seen it so i need to actually get organized and actually see too. Um, <laughs> Yeah, 2. get
0: organized and watch yeah because sure. i yeah
1: because i i, I yeah. definitely had higher priorities when it came to the howling two, um and still have that movie burnt <laughs> in my brain but yeah.
0: <laughs> my favorite part of the howling two was not realizing until actually watching it that christopher lee was in the movie and i was like oh <laughs> it's gonna be one of those movies <laughs>
2: My favorite part was uh, the podcast devolving into the two of us just holding up Blu-rays that we own and talking yeah. about them for just probably half the episode. Yeah.
0: Yes. yeah. In the early days of podcasting, for those tuning in for the first time, I would have the actual movies in hand. That's how I chose my episodes. Nice. No, that's good. <laughs> it's like, what do we talk about? Well, let's see what's on the shelf. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm excited for this one because, uh, you know, it's funny I thought it'd be fun to kind of talk because Doug, obviously your show set around the eighties and then sure. Lindsay, you're very in tune with movies from the nineties as well. Um, yes. And I kind of love both of those. I'm, you know, the youngest of the three of us. And I love both the things you talk about, the things of like genres you like. So I thought maybe coming across with all the age groups in Uniting in Sonic Two would be kind of a fun thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh,
2: yeah, I, I really don't know. didn't know why I was here. I didn't want to be <laughs> insulting when you were texting me or through Twitter. But when you were like, oh, yeah, yeah. We're, well, do you want to just talk about Sonic 2? My first response was just going to be, why? But I decided <laughs> not to respond that way and just be on board. Because I was thinking, all right, well, it's clearly going to be you. And then someone else who must be really into Sonic. And I guess I'll just sit and listen to you talk. And now just to hear Lindsay, just to just give her very brief thoughts. <laughs> it's even more <laughs> puzzling why we're doing this. I mean I just I, go ahead.
1: Sorry, I, I just thought that Chris was like, who were the two people who were around when Sonic first came around? Oh, <laughs> Lindsay and Doug.
2: <laughs> that's it. Actually, that's a good point.
0: Yeah. And here's the other thing. I did. In my six month hiatus, I have been on the, I've been like, instead of like being like in the know of like trends and like pushing that agenda on my podcast and spreading disinformation as like I mm-hmm. always do, I was <laughs> yes. like, I moved into like internet lurking. And I was like, well, let's see who's posting podcasts on Spotify that I know. Let's go on Letterboxd <laughs> and see what everyone's <laughs> been watching months ago. And I was like, okay, Lindsay, she watched Sonic. Oh, I just watched Sonic getting ready for sonic Two, and i was like let's see doug recently i think watched sonic yep or and then i was like oh well i don't see anybody right now who's seen sonic that i want to talk to <laughs> so, so for anybody else who's like watched sonic and been waiting for like somebody you know, to call up from me for sonic 2 i'm sorry but they came first. no 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 on
2: it honestly that makes so much more sense now because <laughs> when you asked me about sonic 2 i think my response was you know what's really weird i just watched sonic one a couple days ago and i just thought we were in some sort of had some sort of esp going or something like that little do i think about you know at 2 a.m when i'm logging things in letterbox yeah. that anybody's actually going to look at that
0: uh <laughs> like five minutes <laughs> later i'm just like oh what did he just post <laughs> i actually have notifications <laughs> on for both of you two on letterbox whenever you oh, no. review something i'm like on it i don't like them i don't comment i want to be incognito but i'm no, there. that's fine
1: that's fine yeah Just yeah
0: just for those who wonder how the process works on the show <laughs> <laughs> um but another thing is because it's the 80s, like Doug, it, like, you know, with yeah. your podcast and, and with Lindsay, with your knowledge of film. I mean, this movie does have like a pretty like stars. You know, I mean, Jim Carrey is one of the leads in this mm-hmm. movie. And he he transcends both of those decades we talked about. And then growing up, seeing Jim Carrey in his films too. That's another po- talking point that I was like, oh, I think that'd be kind of fun to do. Um, but yeah. And the other thing is like Masonic too i like the movie genuinely uh i like the mm-hmm. first one um i don't know just like in the six month tr- uh, period i've just kind of like gotten back into society like what i like and stuff i've honestly been watching a lot of kids movies like <laughs> once i grew up watching or once i missed and i missed sonic and i was like i will gave it a chance let's see yeah and uh I loved it. And then it's like Sonic 2's on the horizon. I'm like, I love that. Let's go see it. And then it's (laughs) same thing with Kung Fu Panda, Rewatch the How to Train Your Dragon movies, Hotel Transylvania. Mm -hmm. Like these like kids movies that have oddly, like oddly direct comedy for adults too. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's one like 80s or 90s actor who's a lot older now doing these kids things and doing tongue in cheek stuff like uh, Adam Sandler, Jack Black. Now you get, you know, Jim Carrey in this stuff. Mm. Um, I don't know. I really like it. I think it's a good recipe for, uh, for like digestible family fun movies.
2: Yeah. And it's something they've been, I mean, this is nothing new what they're doing in this movie. They've been, they've Mm. been doing it, like you said, for a very, very long time, which is you, you have to put in some things for the parents that are dragged Mm. to these things by their kids. Like there's, first of all, Sonic two, two hours long, I'm sorry. That feels like a hate crime. I, I <laughs> two hours and six I, minutes. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, With the post-credit I watched, scene, I yeah. really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the first Sonic. I don't want to give away my thoughts on Sonic Two, <laughs> but I really did enjoy the first one. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this is light. and This is fun," and it mm. it felt like a movie. And when I saw the <laughs> runtime on Sonic Two, I was like, "I don't even know if you tacked on an extra half hour to the first one. I don't know that I could tolerate it." <laughs> this was pretty rough, I gotta <laughs> tell you. I mean, I I have nostalgia for, um, you know, certain things when I was younger. And like you said, I am an old man. I had <laughs> Sega Genesis. I had the original Sonic. I think I had Sonic 2. But I got to tell you, I hadn't thought about Sonic in 30 years until somebody said they're making a Sonic movie. And I was like, well, that's got to be a mistake. There's no way that, (laughs) why would anyone want that? Like, so I am so far removed from this as any bit of nostalgia. Um, But my youngest daughter, she's seven she loves Sonic. And and just like, I guess it's just from these movies because I don't know where else she's <laughs> consuming this entertainment, but she knows him. She draws him. She loves him. She absolutely loved the first movie, fell asleep during the second one, um, <laughs> but then finished it the next day. So
0: mm.
2: yeah, it, I do have that type of nostalgia for certain films that were around when I was younger and certain IP that I am honestly like weirdly attached to. Uh, this isn't one of them.
0: Good, good. Well I'm glad to have you on then, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should I just leave? Like I can <laughs> no, <you're get>. <laughs> what about you, Lindsay? Because you were the one I was very curious. Because when I saw you watch Sonic, I was like, what like attachment does Lindsay have to Sonic? And I need to know about that.
1: Well, not probably as that much. It was weirdly because I was never allowed to have a Sega because my parents rightly knew that I would get bored of it in two seconds and they weren't going <laughs> to spend that kind of money. Um, but so ever whoever had a Sega, I would be always wanting to sleep over at the house so I could play Sonic. Um, It was like, I was that annoying friend. who was like, oh, we should have a sleepover. I don't want you to come over, but you have a Sega. Um. <laughs> And honestly, when I saw the first movie, it was because I was waiting to watch another movie and was there early and went, you know what, Sonic's playing, let's watch it. And I was kind of generally surprised by it because I was not, when I get into Sonic 2, this Sonic 2 was the movie I thought Sonic 1 was going to be. Um, And Sonic 1 was a little, had a little bit more heart. To it. And um, I enjoy Ben Schwartz a lot. Every time he shows up in something and he does something in the second one, which he just, he does a, a Ralphio from Parks and Rec, the <laughs> worst. And I just went, yes, that is what I want from you, Ben Schwartz. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do more of that. Um, but yeah, it, I was generally surprised by the first one. It had a lot of heart. I liked um, James Marsden's, really loved his performance. I loved the chemistry he has with. Um, Tika Sumter, who plays his wife. It was all very sort of heartfelt and earnest um, and did everything that you didn't expect from them making a Sonic movie. Mm-hmm. And then when we get into Sonic 2, I was like, oh, this is what I thought Sonic was actually going to be. It was much more lasers. It was much more like the green emerald magic. It was very end game, um, which <laughs> seemed even... I don't know, maybe it's because of the pandemic. Maybe it just found dated because I'm like, hey, we're going back to Endgame, which was all the three years ago.
0: <laughs> it's like every um, sequel has to be that in some way.
1: Yeah. And it just, I don't know, maybe because Marvel's doesn't know what it wants to do now. So it's just like throwing weird things at the wall. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was like, going, oh, we're doing this. Okay. But um, no, there's actually quite a bit of it I did actually generally like. Um, I'm probably the only person who loves that whole wedding stuff. Um, I got into that. My partner who, was, who <laughs> loves sonic way more than i i do was watching this going why are we still at the wedding <laughs> like, oh, man,
0: <laughs> you know i think it's funny that uh you talk about end game because like one of my talking points with sonic 2 is like it takes place right after the first and it's like there's, it's an immediate like homage to superhero movies. Like he's calling himself like the Blue Avenger or something like yes. that, and he's like being like a Darkwing Duck mixed in with like <laughs> an MCU like superhero. And mm. it's so true. It's like any sort of like movie that has like a non-human element, like a superpower, the character wants to be like a hero of sorts. And I kind of like that. And I think that's a testament to like where we're at with films. And it's crazy because. You know, you two talk about older movies that were kind of like more of like, I feel like the uh, kind of like that blueprint to like how movies are now where it's like mm-hmm. borrowing things from the 80s and 90s and kind of bringing it back in style again. We're seeing that a lot with movies. And uh, I think Sonic 2 is kind of like that in some way where it's like doing the things it did in the 80s and the 90s and like making it fresh for 2022 audiences in some way. Um I really like that part. I think I totally agree that the movie is way too long. And I mm-hmm. g- totally agree with Lindsay. I thought the first movie had way more heart than I thought it was going to be. But the I, I mean, per, per sequel, you know, like
1: the first yeah, movie does
0: I, well. The second one has to yeah. go bigger and larger. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of a sucker for it. But also I'm like, I know <laughs> what they're doing. Yeah. No, I I agree. I really thought um, I
2: liked the character of Sonic in the first movie. Um, he was very cute and also very sweet. Yeah. And then when the when the second one started, he just seems like a quippy douchebag. And I was like, oh, this is not what I like. This is not yeah. what I want from my lead character. And like you said, Lindsay, strangely enough, that's kind of what I thought I was going to get in the first movie. Like mm. I was very surprised how sweet and how genuine um, all the performances were. Uh, in the first movie, and, and and I don't I don't even want to pit the two against each other. I, I feel like I just gravitated more mm-hmm. toward the second one. It just it felt like um, it felt more like a movie that was made for the intended audience, being children or or older people that had some sort of connection to this character. Okay. Where in the second one, I just feel like we're doing too much. We're we're doing way too much. And I, I get it. Yes, you have to introduce. New characters. You have to bring in tails. You have to bring in knuckles. I guess. Like, what else are you going to do? But with all these different characters and all these different locales, like you said, there's there's a wedding happening in the middle of this movie for I don't want to say seemingly no reason. I did appreciate the fact that they didn't do what those Alvin and the chipmunk sequels do, which is basically get uh, uh what's his name? I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, the guy who played oh, Dave from My Name Is Earl. Yeah. Yeah. Um Jason something, uh, whatever. Uh, but those, yeah. Oh those, yes. Yeah, those yes. movies like get him out of the way. Like that's what I thought they were doing in this movie with that wedding. Like I thought it was like, oh, you know what? Um, we can't afford to pay you what you're now demanding for this sequel. So here's your five minutes of screen time. Oh, you have a destination wedding. We'll see you. Like mm. I enjoyed the fact that those characters came back and played a part. Mm. But again. Do you lose the first bit? Do you lose the last bit? Do you lose the soggy middle? I don't know what it is to tighten this thing up. Um, Idris Elba, I thought it was fantastic. I thought he did an amazing job.
1: Oh, he um, was. Yeah.
2: I, I, uh, the voice work of he and I don't know who played Tails, but that oh, sounded like Ca-
0: a... Colleen who O'Shaughnessy, that? who actually voices mm. Tales in the video game still. Oh,
2: I was going to mm-hmm. say, that character seemed like a cartoon character or a video game character and mm. i really mm. enjoyed that because i hate it in mm. um animated movies when they get famous people for some reason to mm. voice these characters like I, I i think it's another thing so you can nudge your friend and be like did you, do you know that that's the guy from the west wing like kids don't give a shit about that at all like i don't know why they're spending money on this and also these people aren't doing performances and i thought that idris elba was doing a character and he was doing a voice. I, I really dug what he was doing in this.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just like how Sonic and Sonic 2 are just, it's just really for the culture. Like he's hitting the yeah. floss dance. He's talking about hot dogs. Oh. Talk about how guac is so funny oh. to say. I totally agree. Guac mm. is a weird word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so my, my big thing is, um, especially when we talk about like video game movies, adaptations, um, like, like, are you two fans of those at all? Like, I'm curious. Like, I know you grew up, like, during the height of, like, movies now that are based on video games came out in the yeah. 80s and 90s. Like, Lindsay, like, do any of them, like, stick out for you? Where, like, I remember when this was popular when I, when I was, like, you know, 10 years ago. And now it's a movie. Who would have thought? Is there anything like oh, that?
1: More 20 years ago. Um, <laughs> aging myself. No, I think the two that stand out are Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Oh. Um,
0: yeah. Which I
1: think one is aged better than the other. <laughs> even though I still enjoy Street Fighter way more than I, I should. Um, <laughs> but Those were, it was like, they're making a game out of uh, Mortal Kombat. Well, they're making, game, Street Fighter was more surprising because I think actually Mortal Kombat tried to have a plot. Street Fighter, <laughs> just two guys punching each other or doing whatever. Um, yeah, that was kind of, yeah, because you're right. The nines were like the golden, horrible time of failed things like this like um super mario brothers i remember going to see that in the theater and going what the hell was that um no i I haven't seen it in a while it's insane but i just remember as a kid going i understand none of this i don't think i should should have been allowed to see this movie um what is what is happening um so it was a really magical beautiful time of these guys trying to people trying to make movies out of almost plotless video games or if there was a plot They'd completely ignore it and then go do something else <laughs> which is why i think maybe mortal kombat is weirdly the one that's aged the 95 is aged best out of all of them because they kind of at least follow the mortal Great. kombat you just
2: show up to a fighting tournament and you fight. Yeah. I mean it's yes. I,
1: I don't want to say you couldn't
2: have done that poorly cuz they didn't do it great, but it yeah. there's no plot and there's nothing no. <laughs> you're not you're not adding anything to this. Street mm. Fighter is a crazy movie cuz yes. I I don't there's different nations and 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 giant conflicts with armies and I'm like, "No, it's just a fighting game. It's mm. just like Mortal Kombat." So it makes no sense. And I can really appreciate what they did with Sonic here because I would not have known how to approach that. If, if, if someone came to me and said, how would you make a Sonic video game? I don't think I'd be able to. Like, I don't <laughs> think I would have any sort of pitch, n- no narrative that makes any sense. Because the game, at least, you know, the originals, like, I, I don't know what they did. You know, I don't know what the games are like mm. now. They're very flimsy and you just run around and collect rain. like that's kind of yep, all you do that's it <laughs> so it's amazing that they were able to sort of stitch together a coherent plot and something that was interesting and something that still was able to use the characters effectively
0: hmm. it's weird which i i I, have, I can't remember which one it was from street fighter or Mortal Kombat. which one has jean-claude van damme in it that's street fighter street fighter, oh, yeah, street fighter. Mm. okay yeah. is it me or is twitter maybe it's always been and i'm just out noticing but it seems recently all of twitter is thirsting over jean-claude van damme in his movies oh it's yes
1: it's yeah it's <laughs> been that
2: way for a while like it's been that way since before there was twitter like if oh. you were a Jean-Claude Van Damme fan 20 years ago, you were in the select group. And if you ran into someone else who knew any of his movies, who knew about his background dancing scene in Breakin', like that is, that's an amazing meme that I see all the time. Yes. But No, he's he's wonderful. And, and a lot of the stuff he did, like that, uh, what was it? That JCVD show that he tried to make where it was mm. just about, his life as an actor but really he's a secret agent it was amazing and it got canceled after like four episodes
0: it sounds Did like that uh me? chip and it sounds like that chip and dale spinoff um, movie within the new movie that was coming out chip 007 or something like that oh See, now you're just uh, saying words
2: that uh, are not really um, sure no, exist.
1: Watching <laughs> I know it's Sonic, a <laughs> Yeah, watching Sonic 2 actually reminded me a lot of the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie. Um, mm-hmm. Just in the mm-hmm. ways they were trying to update it, though. I think um, Sonic 2's references are all, all over the place. Like, one minute you have something from the 80s, the next the 90s, the next it's the, oh, go look, it's the Winter Soldier. It's, <laughs> it's, um, which I, I laughed at. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, but it's. Yeah, with this Chip and Dale is very purposely going, oh, we're going to remake Roger Rabbit. And yeah. Yeah. Um, that is what we're doing. Um, three Dale, three, uh, 3D um, Chip, no, Dale, sorry, Dale, uh, freaked me out a bit because I'm like, why are you 3D? You're not meant to be 3D. Um, stop <laughs> it. Um. But yeah that that is a very specific it's a little bit more contained than I think Sonic 2 just because they are literally remaking Roger Rabbit so they are following mm-hmm. certain beats and certain rules and Sonic 2 it kind of feels like a free for all <laughs> you can kind of tell that um Sonic is a child of like TikTok or Twitter because he's just throwing so many different random references I'm like where are these coming from? Oh wait, he's on social media. That's why he's posting the Jean-Claude Van Damme yep. dancing and breaking um, yep. thing, as <laughs> long with his. I'm watching the new Marvel movie, and I'm like, going, "Oh yeah, this is what this is what kids consume." That it's not just um, something contained, and it's just it's all over the place. Which I think, as Doug said before, this is much. I feel this is much more for children. And because of that, it feels like
2: it has ADHD. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, definitely. And I I will yeah. give you every time Sonic makes some insane cultural reference or something. Yeah. I, I get it. I understand. He's basically a child. When Jim Carrey's character is flossing and things like that, like I was <laughs> kind of like, it. do not. Do not try and convince me that this character, this insane scientist knows what flossing is has ever done it before in his life is making cultural references i i am first of all i will i'll just say this this is i don't think this is a real hot take i'm not a jim carrey fan um it's not that i dislike him i just there are very few things that i like him in i i enjoy dumb and dumber uh and i kind of like the um um, uh, second Ace Ventura much more than the first one but Uh-oh. this is just <laughs> that why do you wink at me did you see that oh yeah. no I saw it. this is this <laughs> is just a this is just an in living color sketch like, this is not a character I don't know what he's doing they basically just hit record and just let him do whatever he wants to do and i found it very irritating and i know i'm in the minority with that but anytime he's just allowed to do whatever he wants to do it's like this i can't can we just get back to the the cartoon blue hedgehog i enjoyed that way more than jim carrey
0: that's crazy one first real quick Lindsay when she talks about like a Sonic talking and being a child. It's like, that's literally like all the conversations I have with my friends. I, I didn't realize <laughs> everything she describes, like talk about TikTok, talk about Twitter memes. And then, yeah. and, and I'm like, oh God, I literally did that this past weekend. I'm so <laughs> sorry. That's, a, that's
2: okay to us, you are a child. You talked about how old you are. <laughs> though to be fair
1: i do imagine daniel with a pipe i don't know why <laughs> yeah. i do this um because i realise daniel is not an old, he, he's not an old man he is relatively young but for some reason every single time he talks, and i've seen him we've podcasted many times he has never had a had a pipe which i'm disappointed by um <laughs> but i always imagine him with <clears throat> a pipe talking about you know Howling 2 and or whatever or a Hammer movie with Michael Ripper. Um,
2: it's yes, like so that a is a smoking ha- jacket or wow, is, smoking is, jacket, yes. is, it, is it like a Sherlock Holmes type thing in your box?
0: Uh It's funny that, Doug, that you say that about Jim Carrey because I'm also not yeah. the biggest Jim Carrey guy. Um, but Man, I don't know what it is about him in this role with the Sonic movies, and now I guess he's technically retired now. <clears throat> um, uh, yeah, I heard that. I didn't <clears throat> know if that was just and something I, I, on the I, internet or real. <laughs> yeah, I posted that and <clears throat> went to see if people would actually believe me on it. But um, <laughs> he, I think he's actually retired now. And it's like, yeah, he's had iconic roles, but I feel like in the realm of like movies being adapted from comics and from you know obscure TV shows or you know video games now. Him doing this, uh you know, Dr. Robotnik, doc, you know, Dr. Eggman uh, character. In the first one, I was like, oh, boy, he's going to be the roughest part, especially based mm-hmm. on the first initial trailer, that first Sonic movie came. And then with Sonic yeah. 2, we see how he looks. Um, he dons the actual look from the video game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's one of those moments for me where it's like, I know I'm not a fan of this guy's work, but I'm a fan of his performance mm-hmm. in this. It's kind of like mm-hmm. for me um it's like uh peter scars not peter um uh bill Skarsgård's performance and in- as pennywise oh, where it's sure. like yeah. when yeah. i think of this actor i think of this role first and it might make already have made him iconic and then you think of like the other movie he does so like it chapter two i'm not a big fan of um but he's still doing the same thing I mm-hmm. thought that was going to be the case with Sonic 2, but I actually liked him more in Sonic 2 than in Sonic 1. I think it's because he's so dark in the first movie and in the second one, he's a little bit l- more unhinged, I feel. I don't know. Oh, like, wow.
2: Okay. Yeah, we're <laughs> completely opposite because I liked him more in the first one because of, like you said, it mm-hmm. was he was more dark. He was more reserved. He seemed more villainous in the first mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. and And I felt for... Like, I felt, strangely enough, like a sense of danger when he and Sonic were fighting each other. And by the time they fought for, I'm going to say, the 87th time in the second movie, I was like, you're not going to win. Like, why do you keep shooting rockets at him? You've done this so many times. Yeah, I just, I found, I don't even, I almost called his performance in the first one restrained. That (laughs) would be a huge mistake. But I did like his somewhat more subtle performance in the first one. In I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. I like his performance in the first one because I think he had. It was more of a felt like a fully formed character in the first one because the second one he's fully the Doctor Robotnik in the in the video game. So he's just um and the five times he mentions mentions his moustache, which I, I <laughs> actually kind of enjoyed that. But um no, he's he's darker. He's he's got purpose. He's just it's not just to kill Sonic, which I think is what he wants to do in the second one. It's more. I'm the smartest man in the room. No one else can beat me. Wait, I've come across this hedgehog who's posing a challenge. Now I need <laughs> to try and take... Yeah, I, it, 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 there's a ramping up of um, Robotnik's character. And I think he's slightly more restrained in, the, in, in this one. I mean, I'm the slightly bigger fan of his only because I do like... I have a nostalgia for the early 90s stuff, like the first Ace Ventura, most of the first Ace Venture, and um, even The Mask, which I don't... I, I, I just have that kind of... I was young. This was the comic at the time. Right, right. Let's go for it. There was the guy from In Living Color, um, and yeah, it's. But in the second one, he's they've just gone. Okay, we're not even going to have like a script. We know you just go, and it's very hit and miss. Sometimes I thought, yep, this works. Some, and other times I'm like, uh, why would you know that reference? You've been on a mushroom planet for three <laughs> years though yeah. the line of the movie is still i'm going to get off this shiitake planet which i i enjoyed that
2: that's that great <laughs>
1: that is amazing um and i do love that whole thing of him hanging just that little thing of what his life was actually like on the mushroom planet mm-hmm. um and when he's drinking coffee he could have more mushroom um <laughs> but yeah then he'll just throw these references i'm like going. You've been on a planet for this weird-ass planet for three years. You don't know what that is. Stop it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say,
2: I think, Lindsay, you pointed to something that I I did want to bring up because Mm. um, you said his performance was hit or miss. I have to say, when he is acting opposite another human being, I think it's very good but when he's either alone or just talking to a tennis ball on a string Mm -hmm. like that's when he's over the top out of control but anytime he's interacting with another character Mm -hmm. i mean all eyes are on him he's doing such an amazing job but Mm -hmm. when he's just loose and able to dance with the with the camera not moving for five minutes on him i found that extremely irritating
1: yeah you're right that's that's hit the nail on the head exactly
0: (laughs) it's weird how like movies now for kids are you know they're either all animated or it's human with like some sort of like computer generated image Mm -hmm. and stuff Mm. so like with sonic you kind of have that um and then you see things like you know like rescue rangers um in the past you've seen alvin and chipmunks and stuff like that um but it's like at the same time all these like cartoon kids movies they will have uh i feel like now to be competitive in anything with cgi or a, another product of sorts um that's animated it's like you have to have a distinct art style which i like and that's one yeah. of the reasons i wanted to talk about sonic it's because we talk about rescue rangers um in hindsight now after sonic 2 coming out um mm-hmm. the animation looks great with the people being in the movies they look good too but there's still some element of like uniqueness, like the 2d with the 3d animation, yes. which is great. And then something like DreamWorks's is bad guys. I don't know if you've seen that. Mm. Um, it has it's kind of similar to Sonic in some way where it has Sam Rockwell's in that as the lead in the movie. So huh. this big, like Oscar winning actor who plays serious roles or in the early career, he was goofy, but now he's the lead in a DreamWorks <laughs> animated movie. The animation. You know kids, kids love <laughs> Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Like,
1: they can't they get do. enough of that guy.
0: They saw Galaxy Quest growing up and they're like, I, I want him. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> and, but, okay, it's the
1: like, bed. Your bad guys cast has a too good cast. What is going on in this movie?
0: Um, Go see the bad guys. I actually enjoyed it too.
1: Okay. (laughs) Here's my my thing. Buck Marin, isn't it? How did they get Buck Marin in a bad guys movie? (laughs) (laughs) And here's the thing. It's
0: it's a DreamWorks movie, and it has awesome animation because it's different. It's not the traditional Mm. like 2D animation. It's not like Disney Renaissance. It's not like Mm. everything looks like Shrek. You know, just like it's a cool it's a cool idea, and then. Um, I watched something like Kung Fu Panda at the time they do like Asian art mixed it with the animation Mm. looks great too just in like and then you watch something like Detective Pikachu which is kind of like brought Sonic I without Detective Pikachu I don't feel like we got a Sonic movie which really pushed the whole making Mm -hmm. animalistic characters look a little bit more like on-screen friendly than just making an animal that talks Mm. um and then you get Things like I think it's really because of Spider Verse when you think about you yeah. know animation and where it goes now animation yeah. looks too good because Pixar has just killed um, the animation game and what like how to make animated CGI things look humanly as possible. You look at that Lightyear trailer; it looks like Buzz Lightyear looks better looking <laughs> in that movie than I do in <laughs> real life. Um, <laughs> but it's just like I think with Sonic Two in some ways, like how you know your main character is literally a hedgehog. How do you make that work? And I really applaud the Sonic movies for being able to do that. I, I think they look really good. And then we talk about tails and we talk about like knuckles who will, I'll, I, can't, I can't wait to talk about the on-screen accuracy from the source materials just looks really good. In my opinion, whether you, mm-hmm. I don't know if you two agree with that or not, but I've just noticed that with kids animation, it's more or less trying to prove it. Either this must be a training ground for animators to get to bigger projects or not. So they're really pushing it, but I'm here for it because yeah. I like great animation.
2: And and I will say I think CGI is and and I don't know I hate people that just knock CGI for being CGI I think that's stupid and I hate people that you know long for days of just puppets and and <laughs> real blood all the time you know some of that stuff looks <laughs> like shit I just yeah. my whole podcast is about movies from the eighties and some of those puppets and and yeah. you know actual physical stuff looks like total garbage but what i will say is i think with these kids movies i think because they're going for a distinct style the cg does look really good for the most part um i'll compare it to i don't know those those jurassic park movies that are relatively new those things look Mm -hmm. like a video game like it doesn't look real to me But I can buy into it when I'm watching Sonic run around. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think it's all about how it's being used and how it's being presented. And I really did think in uh, both of these movies, they're doing a great job. And for the amount of time that people are interacting with these cartoons, I think I did laugh at one point. One of them hugged Sonic and I was like, that looks kind of silly. But (laughs) uh, for the most part, I think they're doing a really, really nice job.
0: Yeah. And Lindsay, you know, you and I have had conversations about animation in the past. Yes. So I'd lo- I want to hear what you have to say about that.
1: No, I actually really do like the animation of, of Sonic. It's that right mix between really cartoonish, but has they, they managed to get a weight to it. It's like if you watch the Paddington movies, I believe mm. that bear exists. <laughs> like, yeah. That is a fully yeah. flesh bear um and even though sonic has his eyes are too they did try to do a realistic sonic and then he got oh
0: god rescue rangers with the jokes on that
1: (laughs) oh my god he got pushed over to rescue rangers (laughs) and um they tried to make him too realistic and it didn't work so they had to find this mix of he still needs to look like a cartoon character um and so he but he still needs to fit in this world and i think they found the right mix they the I, if that is Ugly Sonic, I hate to think what the other prototypes were for, for Sonic. But it's, it's a really hard balance to think because he still needs to have weight, but he actually still needs to look like a cartoon character. And it's,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's a really hard mix to do. And I think they actually really nail it. Um, and also I think that the performances help as well. I mean, yeah, Colin O'Shanzi, who plays Tails, mm-hmm. which I love the fact that they got in one of the actual voices from the video games, um, because I think she kind of adds that cartoon authenticity and then you have mm-hmm. um, Idris Elba playing Knuckles and that adds the movie star performance so it's again making that right mix and I love Ben Schwartz's Sonic I think he he's that voice is perfect
2: I just yeah I think it's really weird. like the whole old Sonic or original Sonic or whatever that is like I find it interesting that they could mess that up because it's like it's, it's right there like yeah it's right there they made cartoons they made yeah. video games look at the cover of an old sega video it's right there why are you trying to do something different like i understand them going i don't know mario bob hoskins how can we do this like that's difficult <laughs> that is a huge challenge but just going hey let's take this cartoon and make it a cartoon how did they screw that up the first time that's that is mind-boggling to me Mm -hmm. i
1: don't know but my one of my favorite jokes in a chip and dale is the whole human teeth sonic (laughs) is that everyone just keeps (laughs) focusing in on his teeth and go oh um and i think that's really smart about why how not how why they thought that was a good idea but the presentation of it Mm because you are looking at that sonic going okay they're trying to make him too human and now i'm scared so Mm -hmm. don't make him human it's yeah. um it's like when you're watching the ninja the original ninja uh, ninja turtles movie oh yeah those are puppets but they still look they look puppet enough so you're not looking at them terrified um yes. which if you when you watch the cgi ones they screwed up and now i'm looking at them and going no you're too human this there's, there's something about you i need to run away from it's a really
2: they're too human, balance. but also look like terrifying monsters at the same yes. time. Like, yes. It's, it's like, I want to hug
1: the Donatello in the 1991. <laughs> yes. I don't exactly. want to go anywhere near him in the <laughs> other one. And you're right. I get annoyed <laughs> when people just, I mean, I love a practical, but I do get annoyed when people bitch at CGI because I think sure. it's a tool that can be used really effectively. And I think mm-hmm. when you get it right, it's just when you don't get it right, you it's it's the uncanny valley. I'm sorry, I'm going back to Chip and Dale a lot. I apologize. No, no, talking no. about Sonic too.
0: That's <laughs> what chip- I love about this podcast. it's like I can't I can't talk about Chip and Dale on this podcast, but I need to have things to lure it <laughs> in here, so I can talk about things like yeah. that. The
1: uncanny valley jokes are done so well in Chip and Dale that I'm like, you're staring at me. No, I'm no, you're staring above me. No, I'm staring <laughs> at you, and it's, it's um. The way they understood the different styles of animation and how they've gone through history is actually really well done. Um, and the fact that they made the villain who... I won't spoil the villain, but um, I thought that was... Yeah, there's there's a lot. They really just kind of go and play with all the animated styles, whether it be a puppet, whether it be CGI, whether it be um, 2D. And But when you go to look at Sonic, if you're not necessarily... Not- except when they try and really tactile hug the mm-hmm. Sonic, And you're like, "Mm, no, I can see that that's that's not quite working. But for the most part, you forget that Sonic isn't actually talking to James (laughs) Marsden. Yeah. (laughs) Like he's really going to talk in the tennis ball.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, to now animation, I'm going to keep going with it because like, I mean, I love animation. I think it's just part of the reason I love movies is now, like it's so competitive, with animation with pixar and disney and everyone else playing catch-up they have to be different in some sort of style and unlike in like the 80s and the 90s with animation well i guess the 90s showed that this is a good recipe for success if you want your animation movie to be good you gotta put a big name in there or you have to have good voice acting to make people be drawn to these movies like you know I would say Ben Schwartz is a is a pretty big big voice actor and or a big per personality as a comedian, and then you get Idris Elba in this movie too, like and Jim Carrey. Like you're gonna get people to sit and check this movie out. But yeah. the way comp- comp- how competitive it is with animation, it feels reminiscent of like Disney Ralph Bashkin esque. You know, like you have these two kind of production companies doing their t- own type of animation and kind of seeing which audiences are gonna go see their stuff, and then you get. um, uh bloom who left disney to do an american tale you get that kind of thing Uh um you get dreamworks later on in the 90s it's like i kind of like seeing all these different production studios eventually they'll get bought out but um you know putting out their own staple of sorts and sony who's putting out things like venom and morbius They still have time, or I guess Paramount, it's not Sony, but uh, uh, I guess I just wanted to bash about Morbius for a second. Um,
1: It flopped twice. (laughs)
0: What? God, put, I,
1: because every because it's a meme of a movie and that every and everyone was just making fun of it, they decided, oh, people want to see Morbius for the second time. And so they put it back in theaters and it did not do well.
0: <laughs> I can yeah. Morbius is just in my I went to go see Morbius and I'm like, oh man, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> you like you guys are complaining about Sonic 2 runtime, Morbius runtime. I'm like, oh my god, what is Jared Lotto gonna be doing? And Matt Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. But let's move on to so because like you know, Sonic, he's like he thinks he's a superhero, and then he's not doing is he's doing more damage than good because he's like a teenager, it feels like he feels like he's aged at least since it's been a few days since the first movie ended, I think is what they said. <laughs> and he's left alone um because his friend Tom and his wife are going to Hawaii for a destination wedding mm-hmm. um for her sister. and I forget her the actress's name. It's is it Tiki or is it Kiki?
1: Tika Sumpter, I think. Tika.
0: Yeah. and the first the first movie her sister was hilarious who didn't like you know james yep. marston which was funny really great and then really great yeah. and then in this one you know the human element you know they go to hawaii for destination where do you get the actor from i think um, hawaii 5-0 is in it and she's getting married to him It's like when did this happen i'm down for whatever's going on and it's basically like like you know, Doug, you said earlier Jane Marson's like not gonna be in this movie much, but we'll get a cool montage of Sonic doing a bunch of stuff when a kid gets left alone, very home alone like, I feel mm-hmm. like. And yeah. he does everything you can think of all in an evening <laughs> and then misses Tom. It's, I love that because like they yeah. keep the relationship stuff there going. Mm. Right.
2: Yes. Yeah, so I, I I wish the little girl was in it more. I loved what she did mm. in the first one. I mean, just giving him the shoes was so cute. And and when that happened, my daughter was like, yeah, now he has red shoes. I'm like, all right, I didn't notice that, but okay, that's fine. Uh, I wish there was more um, for her to do or more interaction between um, she and Sonic. Like there was some sort of relationship uh, made in that first film that we could yeah. explore a little bit more yeah i gotta tell you Lindsay, you like the wedding stuff for some reason but when i was watching i understand, it, like, I understand the wedding for some stuff. reason no it was, it was one of those things where i'm just watching it going this is not the movie i sign up for like i don't i don't know what this silly wedding and this weird tension between this woman's future husband and Marsden has anything oh, to I, with uh, anything i i thought it was super crazy and it just felt like a completely different movie to me
1: that's kind of why i liked it there was no like (laughs) bursting green lasers or anything like that it was just this weird ass wedding i'm like something feels weird about this wedding oh wait it's a sham okay um (laughs) okay this is make and then it goes into this whole weird different direction i'm just like what the hell is happening (laughs) um and it just keeps going i mean yes if you're gonna cut down this movie you cut out the wedding stuff because you do not need it it is polluted it is dopey yeah. um and i know my partner's like why the hell are we still in the hawaii i'm like i mm-hmm. don't know but it's weird and i am getting weirdly invested <laughs> but i do realize that it's not <laughs> um i do realize that it's kind of a weird distraction from the movie as a whole when you kind of want to go back to knuckles and, and tails and sonic's kind of relationship and the weird romanian dances um oh that's god kind of
2: really i i you know what i blocked parts of this movie out and <laughs> Oh no! It's all come he does dance. this every
0: podcast. He me some oh. parts of the movie I really <laughs> wanted to talk about. That dance, that dance sequence was so early in this
2: movie, and I was like, I've fucking checked out. Like I'm
0: done. <laughs> I'm so done. Um, <laughs> okay, but can yeah. we talk about the MCU reveal of uh, Idris Elba's knuckles though? When he shows up at <laughs> Sonic's house with Doctor Egg or Doctor Robotnik, I was like. I I I forgot Idris Elba was in this movie, and it's like he's the perfect casting choice for this gruff Sonic, Red Sonic character. I love it. It's great. I love how he's
2: just a big, (laughs) dumb, lumbering idiot too. Like I I love the fact that he doesn't get jokes and everything's too serious, but he's also like. You know what's that uh, fantastic for the thing right mm. the thing or thing something like that like mm. that's who he reminded me of just a big dumb idiot who can break stuff and i really enjoyed the character
1: <laughs> no i uh, really enjoyed the whole handshake um running gag every time he shakes mm-hmm. a hand he like crushes mm-hmm. the hand
0: and, and he's <laughs> like
1: you've got to be kidding me with this hand yep. <laughs> um yeah it's great <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I just love because, like we talked about the art, the art style, the animation style. Because he's red and Sonic's blue, and Sonic is constantly just turning into that lightning blue that we saw at the end of the first movie. He does that so much more often in this one, and then obviously Knuckles can do that, and he's just trying to kill Sonic because of the, I guess the, the prologue to the first movie is some sort of backstory for him, Uh, which I think is great. But then you get you get tails, and I think. My partner, Charlie, said the same thing. I think Tails is kind of like the sweet, lovable part that mm-hmm. like was missing, I think, some parts of the first movie. They bring that full front with Tails in the second. And I totally agree. I think Miles Prowler, which I think is the best maybe video game character name ever for a character. <laughs> um, I think he's perfect. He's cute, or, or it's cute. I don't know if it's a he or she, um, but I'm here for it. And I think it's yeah. super funny that... Yeah um it's video game accurate we talk about video game adaptations in movies um like he does the helicopter tail thing he he has like the technology he knows about sonic and he's like his sidekick right away it's like i'm all about that
2: yes i I, uh, i'm sorry go ahead Lindsay.
1: no i was just gonna say i've always liked tails um because i was Mm -hmm. even a big fan of one of the animated shows the really dark one where Robotnik was like this dictator and was like just out to kill (laughs) Sonic and he was like a freedom fighter it was a very Mm -hmm. weird show but Tails was awesome in that because I think Tails was the um, gadget guy as well as Sonic's sidekick Um, but he was the one I think it's a he yeah so Tails was um, the one who was just creating things he does and that that's very much the Tails in this movie so I I Mm -hmm, didn't I did enjoy that I'm like oh this is the Tails I know
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. I just and and Poking, poking realistic holes in a movie made for kids is so dumb in a video game <laughs> movie. But but that's, I enjoyed Tails and I enjoyed Knuckles. But strangely enough, they did feel kind of unnecessary at times. It, it uh-huh. did feel like they were just here for padding or just here to try and do something different. Um, there were so many times in this movie where I was like, Wait, Sonic, why don't you just pick up tails and run like really fast? Like you'd be able to get anywhere you want to go. You'd be able to get away. And near the end of this movie, when Sonic's like, Well, with your strength and you know, your intelligence and my speed, we can beat him. And I was
0: thinking, you've been beating him alone. Like you don't
2: yeah. you don't really need this.
0: <laughs> I like the I like how though the ending is kind of like a power rangers episode where it's like the (laughs) bad guy grows gigantic and like they have to come together for like their megazoid i think is if i remember correctly my childhood from the 90s it kind of felt like that i think sonic maybe sonic 2 is just like a nostalgic trip for me and maybe for a lot of people and that's why it's been do it's done so well so far that there's already going to do a third one which uh god i can't wait for um (laughs) But here's the thing so doug you talk about um yeah. knuckles I- idris alba playing it like for jokes and he him being dumbed down and not understanding anything i think that was like the right amount of like uh i guess i don't know how do you describe it like He's so naive. It's funny, mm-hmm. you know, to like the most common things. That's like what was needed, I feel like, in the first movie. Because James Marsden's like the dad. And he's, again, the dad in this movie. And he's explaining things to Sonic, who, you know, only knows things from internet culture. And then you get someone who literally has no concept of what's <laughs> going on. I think it's like the perfect thing.
2: Oh, I think it is, too. Because I really like that. Because you. it just reminds you that, oh, yeah, he's just an alien. Like he's, oh. he's not from this planet. He shouldn't know anything, um, but Sonic came in, like you said, internet culture, he knows just enough. Doesn't quite know how to interact with people or anything oh. like that, but has been around and understands things. Tails is the one that I'm a little bit confused about. And maybe I just kind of zoned out when Tails was talking about where he or she has been. But I was like, where you just showed up, where have you been? if you've been watching this whole thing with you seem to know everything that's happening but where was
0: Tails? i'm not asking you guys to it's because it's because Tails did what i what i do on the internet he's been watching sonic from afar he's been paying attention to what he's been doing and then he's like i just gotta (laughs) i gotta study up and then i'm gonna come back i'm gonna travel (laughs) through space and time
1: like that whole line of like oh my god you've been watching me in the shower oh wait that's a (laughs) true question you prefer bubble baths i'm like going <laughs> That's
0: not interesting. <laughs> yeah, like, all right. Okay, okay, Lindsay gets it. The jokes they're like, they just hit. Um, here's the thing, Lindsay. What were your thoughts hmm. when they're so they're trying to get this chaos emerald, and then they go to Siberia in Russia and they go on a dance off to avoid getting beat up. The dance number I was kind of there for. <laughs> it's oh ridiculous ridiculous um, i <laughs> kind enjoyed of the
1: russians doing the russian things because they were doing that amazing russian dancing where they don't and they don't just <clears throat> care about gravity um and then i do like it when um they start dancing and they're terrible at it again a great joke in chip and dale when they try to rap and um dale's just go. rapping about whales um because <laughs> he can't think of anything else to rhyme with with Dale um, which again is funny but then of course they start oh what song do I play because Sonic has loves night, early 90s hip-hop but he chooses um, a modern song for the, this one I think
2: um, yeah I don't know some but, of the needle drops in this were really yeah not great
1: <laughs> it was like it was It was like when I was watching a taking <laughs> the taking of Beverly Hills and the needle drops in that movie are insane I'm like really you <laughs> Janet Jackson during a, a car chase Okay, I'm here for it. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. It was. Did the first movie have Sonic dancing in that one? Didn't he? He have hits a- the
0: floss at one point. That which yes. was awesome. It's maybe one yeah. of the most iconic movie moments I've ever seen in my life. You're gonna doing
2: What words did you did you just say? Most iconic movie moments in your life.
0: Yeah, it's Charl. <laughs> it, there's Charlton Heston saying you did it, and then okay. he sees the monkey statue, and then you see a CGI Sonic doing the floss in Sonic One. <laughs> <All right>. Like <laughs> right no, that there. makes sense.
2: A distant third is uh, Rosebud, <laughs> Citizen. <Cincinnati. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: <great. laughs> Well, yeah. And then you got the Jean-Claude Van Damme punching a snake seed, probably is an honorable oh, mention. You're I'm right, only you know saying what? that is, yeah. I gotta say that just so uh Michael Scott and Matt Matt bledsoe like me. So I have to just mention <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> in that part. <laughs> Sorry. Um yeah, the dance number I kind of like because it was like at this point it's like I already know this movie is just going only for jokes now. Like it's like all yeah. bets are off. Anything that's gonna be for the kids is gonna be there, which is fine. But I think maybe maybe it's just because like I have such an af- affinity for like the video games. I mean, the first movie, the video game came out in 1992, and this movie comes out in 2022. So yeah. you know, like it's an anniversary sort. And the second movie to. Tails is in it, and obviously Tails was the first introduced in the second video game. Um, but the locations like we talked about—this movie's bouncing the hell around. Like yeah. you're in Hawaii, it really is. you're on the mountains, st- mountain area. You're back in um, Green Hill Zone, uh, and then you're like in an underwater temple, and you get elements of Sonic being afraid of the water again, which are all things from the video game. When we talk about accuracy, um, and I mostly say this is an offhand complaint to uh, the newest Resident Evil movie that came out where I was just like, these things just do not match up. Uh, I think Sonic at some way, like how do you transition a a video game about a platform character running so fast you can see it on screen, but you see the background, you see the cool music. This movie at least gives you those kind of locations and like gives you that sort of change of terrain of sorts that's homage to the games that I was like, oh, that's really creative. Uh I never would have thought to even do that in a movie about a video game character of that sort.
1: They use the rings well. The fact that they I don't know They're if the they ever yeah. the rings, um, that you can go to different places and the fact that they've um, James Marsden and TK have just decided that oh we can use these rings just to travel. We don't have to go on a plane is I love that yep. that touch. But the fact that they use I love how they I don't know if that was mythology from from the later games, because I know he's just collecting them in the first the ones I used to play. Um, that they've kind of used them as these kind of travel to Uh, deportation devices and it actually really works for the movie that they're making i think that's a clever touch and the fact that they just spread it out so they can just go anywhere i think is um really really smart it's a really nice touch to the movie
2: and i think you had i don't want to say had to do it but i feel like they felt that they had to do that uh i think Mm -hmm. another thing i appreciate about the first movie is it was very small and it was very Mm -hmm. contained and i mean I know he starts out on a different planet, so maybe it's not that small, but everything takes place in a small town and everything takes place with a smaller group of characters. And that is not what I would have expected from a crazy video game movie about a space alien hedgehog. And I really like that. So just in the second one, to amp that up a little bit and to say, we can't have it set in this town again. (laughs) And and at the end of the, um, was it Seattle he was supposed to? become a cop at or something yeah uh, he was, it was San, Frans- San
1: Francisco no. when the San Francisco one. that's right yeah. yeah
2: yeah and because he couldn't he didn't take that I was like well okay it's not gonna be in San Francisco but yeah you you're all over the place um the rings as you said Lindsay I don't think that was ever a thing in any mm. of the games I could be wrong um but hey do something more than just make them ring just go for it yeah and mm-hmm. I really appreciate it also hey that owl was that sonic's mom or dad or what what, what adopted mom me. of some sort yeah. okay all
0: right yeah it was unc-
2: kept referring to it as his mother and i was like well he's not even calling that thing mom so i don't know if you're right
0: <laughs> yeah i think it was just like an adopted mother um, okay. plot of sorts and then right. the kid Echid- i love idris alba's knuckles character where like he's not bad because he's bad he's got some sort of justification which shows some right. sort of I'm like an ex, like a, a safe explanation to like vendettas for kids and like you know causes for conflict. You know he doesn't inherently hate Sonic. You know he even's like conflicted. He's like I don't personally know you, but I know yeah. what someone who's associated with you has done and doesn't know how to handle. Like Knuckles would literally go to the shiitake mushroom planet and help this mustache bald scientist kill sonic then just go to therapy you know what i mean like
2: like but he's but he's got a code of honor though Mm -hmm. and that's that's the main thing is hey you promised me this and you gave me your word and why are you being mean to that guy he seems like he's your buddy like i i did enjoy like i knew i knew knuckles was gonna turn like nothing in this movie really surprised me (laughs) except the fact that there was a lengthy wedding sequence um nothing in this movie was very surprising um but i even though I saw it coming a mile away, I did appreciate them teaming up in the end. I, I did appreciate these adorable characters not being bad guys. Like, I kind of like that a lot.
1: Yeah. I mean, no. Am I surprised that Knuckles and Sonic became friends? No, but I do like Knuckles code of honor. He's yeah. very, um, Drax from, from the galaxy. Ooh, uh, nice Paul. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, a metaphor wouldn't fly over his head cause his reflexes are too, too good. Um, <laughs> but it's, but at the same time, he does have that very strong code of honor. So as soon as he sees Robotnik not breaking that code, he's mm-hmm. like, Oh, hang on. I'm trusting the wrong guy here yes i thought we were in line but you want something else and you're just being a dick to everyone so you don't have a code um and some of that heartfelt stuff that i love i did really like from the first one is when they're on the beach and sonic's finally going to knuckles hey why are you trying to beat me up all this like calm down (laughs) yep um and knuckles is like well i don't really don't hate you i just this and so um when they kind of become friends I did really like that moment because I'm like, oh, two characters just having a moment on a beach and it's sweet.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. After like seeing this movie, I'm like, I wonder what Chris Pratt can do with the new Super Mario movie that's announced that's coming out. Like, I like how is that how is he gonna top Sonic at this point for me?
2: I I don't <laughs> that movie still <clears throat> I don't quite understand what they're doing. Is it a hundred percent animated?
0: Is well, I think they're gonna just do like this. I think they're just gonna do an 80s, 90s like multiverse. <clears throat> so you're gonna get Sonic, Mario, apparently, I maybe Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat all tie in, and you're gonna get this movie mashup, and you two are gonna have a nostalgic trip the entire time. Mm. Mm.
2: If that's true, I'm not watching
0: that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you you can't make me <laughs> Um, <laughs> let's see. I mean... I'll uh, wait for Super to... Mario 2, and then oh. I'll come on to talk yeah, I was going to say, this.
1: I was going to say. But a Super Mario, <laughs> technically now a sequel. It's, um...
0: Oh, no. Why do you think I'm going to for... I mean,
2: it's a reboot. Oh,
0: reboot. If reboot. if If anything. Yeah, I... <laughs> You know, what's funny. It's like, I really like my first month back into podcasting. I really just wanted to like get people like realizing what I've been watching. I was like, Sonic 2 is what I've been watching bozos. (laughs) So like, get used to it. Um, But that's really what it was. I mean, when it comes to kid movies, like, do you think like we need to have like messages of sorts? Because like the message in Sonic 2 is just like, If you are a good person, you're going to have good friends. Like people will recognize you're a good person, want to be your friend. You won't be lonely, you know? In the first movie, it's a sense of belonging in a place Uh you're not used to. I mean-
1: finding family, I think. Yeah, the the second one seems to have the message more than the first one. The first one is literally Mm -hmm. an orphan finding his family, Um, Mm -hmm. which again is not a new story. This has been done over and over again, but it's a nice story. Um, Mm -hmm. And this one, it is literally Sonic, don't be a dick. (laughs) um then you'll find good friends um and that seems to have the message um i'm not opposed to things having messages or not messages most kids movies tend to have a lesson um yeah like shrek
2: you know yeah it's okay that she likes shrek because she's also a hideous monster like you know (laughs) what a dumb oh my god that shrek movie i watched it again recently I that have not thing seen is this. trash. That is, that is horrible.
1: No, the, the, uh,
2: just, we, stand I, just that, we stand track. We stand track on this message. Podcast. Like I, I cannot. If I was still attractive, we couldn't be together. You hideous monster. <laughs> but the, the fact that I am also a hideous monster means that we belong together. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see that movie. And uh, this is not a Shrek podcast, so don't have me on for Shrek two. Or, I don't know, Shrek or
0: Ever After, let's say. How many Shrek's are there? (laughs) There's six.
1: Oh, my God. No, no.
0: Wait, no, Uh, there's five. No, there's four.
1: No, there's also... Are they doing another Puss in Boots movie? Or am I... Oh,
0: yeah, that is. Don't mention it too loud on this podcast. I don't want to watch them. But uh, I love how Doug's just like he didn't say he watched it with his kids. He said he watched Shrek the other day. So like Doug watches kids movies on his time off. There's something nice. There's something something. nice about watching a kids movie as an adult. I don't know what it is. Like Lindsay, do you do that sometimes? Like do you ever just tune in and just watch All Dogs Go to Heaven? Which with just to hear Burt Reynolds' voice on there. Like I don't know. Oh,
1: I I recently watched again um, the time uh, a Land Before Time. Oh. Um, and that was a nostalgia thing. Cause I loved early, uh, Don Bluth as, as a, as a kid, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, Fievel and that, that was all very much my jam. The fact that there's a Trinosaurus Rex, a uh, Trinus triceratops, sorry, called Sarah. I don't know why, <laughs> but, oh, that is, that is very, a thing I love. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I was really excited for Dale Rescue Rangers. Cause I was that perfect age for them when that cartoon was, was there. I was all for Disney, um, uh, Disney cartoons, after school, afternoon mm-hmm. school things. Um, you know, give me Tailspin, give me, yeah. um, give me a Darkwing Duck, give me Ducktales, give me Re- Rescue Rangers. So that, um, that movie, I'm just like, well, this <clears> is hitting <throat> all my buttons, yeah. and it's a remake of Roger Rabbit. Okay, um, even if this movie isn't good, I'm kind of gonna like it. So yeah, I think. It's more of a nostalgia thing for me. Um, I don't know if I could watch a new, like I, I can't do um, the, God, what is the Secret Lives of Pets? I tried. I'm like, mm, no, yeah. I think I do. I do watch it, but it needs to be that older nostalgia thing, which Sonic has as well. But yeah, no, I'll totally watch a, watch a family movie. Yeah.
0: Illumination, yeah. I think is the one animation studio that kind of falls behind for me. And I think it's just because they do the Minions, <laughs> minions movies. <laughs> no. oh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: no dominions
0: yeah which <laughs> are making a new one they're doing a no. or 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 something of that sort like a prequel sequel which i've not seen any of those because the animation alone if the animation looks questionable and not anything sort of like original or interesting mm-hmm. enough to see i'm not going to go see it um but that's why i think now like i've been seeing so many kids movies in theaters and stuff it's because like they look interesting um or they have a voice actor that's like you know a pleasant surprise um mm-hmm or like you but,
2: said when when i was a kid kids movies were 100% geared toward kids now now again maybe i'm wrong or maybe maybe if i go back and i look at something you know a cartoon made in 1983 or something i would see that oh there's some adult humor in here i don't really think that was the case with that stuff um, but there's enough happening now with these newer kids movies to even if it just assaults your senses and you're just appreciating <laughs> everything that's happening on screen and you don't really care about the characters, it's still enough to to get me through stuff. I mean, I, I I don't necessarily go out of my way to watch kids' movies, but, you know, I have kids, so that's where I'm seeing most of this stuff. Um, and most of it is, you know, the, the worst thing I could say is that something's tolerable, you know? If I sit there and I actually enjoy it, that's a bonus. But I haven't really watched a whole lot of kids stuff where I sit there through the whole thing and just go, this is terrible, I don't want to keep watching it. It's usually interesting enough and they're dropping in enough bits for older people. Or, Or if it's something like a Sonic or Rescue Rangers, which I didn't see, but I'm assuming really calls back to those moments that that you might be familiar with, even if you haven't seen it in 20, 30 years. Like even when Sonic's underwater and he has that air bubble and he breathes from it, I was like, oh yeah, you do that in the video game. When you go Mm -hmm. underwater, you have to grab onto the air bubbles and everything. And I found that very clever. And I was like, oh, it's really nice that they forced that in there, but in such a subtle way where I was like, I did not see that coming. So Mm -hmm. I really appreciate it.
1: those touches were never too blatant or didn't Mm -hmm. feel like that way i mean you could go oh yeah that's what he does in the video game but it was never like those big moments was like we're going to make you realize this is from the video game it was just oh this is what he does i i I did like that that stuff there
2: were plenty of things where he would be literally winking at the camera while he did that (laughs) and i appreciate that they didn't do that a whole lot Mm.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I think there's still some old to like old movie, like like old, you know, the so to speak, like like twisting your mustache, bad guys. Mm -hmm. What do they always have? They have the loyal henchmen and the Sonic movies has that with Stone. And I love the uh, the operation of the Mean Bean Coffee Company. Mm-hmm. I just think that's so clever. It's just like as a form of barista, and it's like it's a it's just a front for just him literally waiting for hit for Doctor Robotnik <laughs> to come back. Little
1: latte artist of Doctor Robot- yes. Robo- uh, Robotnik. I oh, yep. that was adorable.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know who decided they're gonna do like who was the first <clears throat> to do the whole making your latte art look really great. Was it the Batman with the Riddler doing the question mark, or was it Stone doing the Doctor Robotnik <laughs> thing on the coffee? <laughs>
2: Yeah. i like how it has to be pop culture related yeah
0: yes. yeah you see this is how i love it I, I i was like i i'm surrounded by constantly by people who like know sonic and know the yeah. memes of the internet lore and it's like i wonder what it would be like to talk to to people who are a little bit more removed from that and get the mm. perspective on that so now i'm all encompassed i know all the different faucets of it with you being on here glad so thank you do that. yeah <laughs> all right anyway now we can go back to just talking about vinegar syndrome with doug the whole time so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I um, but- do,
1: every time every single time there's a sale i'm like i'm not spending money those sales aren't as good i, I got drunk and spent a whole shit of money so um i'm getting so yeah uh, I-, I, got, I got some i got some vinegar love <laughs> yeah. I'm just like how much did i spend <laughs>
2: that's a problem when stuff shows up that you don't remember ordering that's that's mm. the worst and best feeling at the same time. It is.
1: It's like I was I saw some family, there was a lot of drinking, and then yep. I saw some emails and went, "What did I do?" No,
2: I've done that where things show up and I'm like, "What is? When did this happen?" And then immediately I'm like, "Oh, well, this is going to show up on my credit card bill." I don't I, <laughs> I don't appreciate this hiding packages from my wife all the time I'm like I don't know where that came from I guess somebody sent it to me as yeah. prep for a podcast I didn't spend money on this no, Honey how do I, I ex-
0: Honey how do I explain to you that I ordered Sonic 1 and 2 on Blu-ray I'm sorry <laughs> kids must have bought it sure yeah. Yeah. No uh, idea uh, how this
1: got into my house <laughs> No idea sorry sorry babe I, I I don't know what this is and he's just staring at me going
0: right well hey guys this is all i wanted on this episode it's like we're talking about sonic 2 like i like the movie but i know what sonic 2 is you know in hindsight but um i just wanted to have a good time just talking about other things related to anything culture relevant to sonic 2 so i think we accomplished that and i really want to thank you too uh for being on uh Real quick, like, Doug, you know, what's going to be happening on Good Times Great Movies? I think you made an offer, and I said, Mm -hmm. since you didn't like Sonic 2, I can't be on there anymore, but... But anyway, I don't. Do?
2: I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I think I. I think I said I'll send you our schedule,
0: and I never did. So that's on me.
2: Because
0: he watched uh, so- Lindsay. It's because he watched Sonic 2 and then he's like, ah, put the list back. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: was like, was I supposed to send him? No, I don't think so. Yeah. No, I, I listen. I, whatever. Good times, great movies. We talk about '80s movies. Who cares? I have to tell you, Chris. I really. This is. One of the most fun shows I go on. I, I will I will come on here anytime. I don't care if I like the movie. I don't care <laughs> if I have to watch it two hours before we start podcasting. I do <laughs> honestly enjoy talking to you. Um, I enjoy your show. It, it's super fun. So it is always a pleasure to come on. Don't ever feel like you're you're trying to make me do something I'm not all that interested in. <laughs>
0: No, that's good to know. No, Doug, I'm glad you got to be back on it this first month back. So, um, you get my feet wet and, uh, you know, get my get my nerves back on there you yeah know? let's
2: <laughs> listen, let's not take so much time off if you could uh,
0: do me that <laughs> favor and continue to
2: make podcasts. I really thought you had totally and and I'm talking like a teenager now. I thought you had totally pod faded. like I thought that was <laughs> it and it, and it was over. And then suddenly you come back with this like, year-end wrap or whatever and i was so excited wait what just happened here you're back i am thrilled please keep doing this
0: please Uh, i appreciate that doug i appreciate it thank you yeah it's like here's my year-end wrap up six months later it's may (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but thank you doug and we'll have you back on again man maybe i'll I'll let you choose it this time again um and then uh, we'll push the we'll, we'll push the recording date a little longer later too for you because um, I think we always record at like 9 pm and I'm already three drinks in by the time we record. We can do this whenever. We're only an
2: hour <laughs> apart. It's not like Lindsay's here listening to us talk about how closely we live to each other. <laughs> uh, and then Lindsay's like,
0: you're drinking alcohol. I'm literally drinking right.
1: coffee. <laughs> I'm so jealous because I I'm drinking coffee. and you guys are drinking alcohol. I'm like uh still too early. <laughs> she did no.
0: not say what's in that coffee.
2: Yeah
1: you know, this is true. We can use That's our true.
2: imaginations. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Uh, we said nine we actually met 9 a.m we're we're Mm -hmm. horribly drinking It's too early the morning after sonic 2 but Lindsay, uh i'm happy to get you back on again because you've been busy and you've been doing some great stuff uh in particular what i wanted to shout out was the one the first the the suicide Suicide squad episode you had with preston i was a big fan of um the movie finds funny we talked about idris alba uh he also really does it for me in that movie but it was like mm. that movie was like okay i i miss podcasting with Lindsay, and i did to have preston on the podcast and i got to do both of those things this month so i want to thank you for that and oh, i'd love and to I did, know yeah,
1: yes uh i just want to echo doug saying please don't make your hiatus as, as long because oh. um yes yeah. your podcast was missed <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, it's just one of those things where it's just like life just got real busy so mm. uh but Lindsay, what's going on on your podcast what I know, I mean, every episode's a must listen, but I mean, what's something to look forward to coming up?
1: Um, no, there's a few things. It's a bit all over the place at the moment because I was recording, I've got things banked up, but um, there is a episode uh, that would have probably already come out um, of Time Cop with Time Crimes, which I love Time Crimes Ooh. and then Time Cop, speaking of John Gord, <laughs> um, I There's some Igmar Igma Bergman coming up, um, which I'm very excited about. And also some Michael man with Collateral. So, um, and also Preston is coming oh. back this month as well. We're going to oh. be talking uh, 1936 comedy. So um, it's weird.
0: He, is he yeah. like a classic film guy or something? I can't tell. He, he <laughs> yes, <very much>. he's, <laughs> Like, I think he's he like, actually... He's, he's ahead, almost like the...
1: He's, apart from some action, he's almost like the Texas version of Daniel in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah it's it's weird Lindsay. like you were talking about teenage ninja turtles this podcast you brought up michael bay and i and i was making i was saying something to daniel the other day i were talking about daniel too who's basically co-sponsors this podcast but uh i was like i can't get one episode without talking about michael bay and i was like oh maybe this will be different because it's like you should talk about <laughs> turtles too and then Lindsay comes on and she drops a michael bay reference and i think uh matt bledsoe's like just keep the keep the bay coming or no that's mark water that's mark water that's his toxic trait he's a bear
1: yes he is a bear (laughs) nicest person nicest person in the world but loves a conservative filmmaker i i love mark for that but he will if you say there's a bay or a clint eastwood movie happening he will be there in a second um he loves a grumpy old conservative um
0: that's cool baby and
1: he and that is not him it's cool baby (laughs) oh boy um stop Uh, making me trying to like friggin jurassic world um (laughs) (laughs) speaking of yeah it's it's yeah the nicest guy in the world but will love a grumpy he will loves a grumpy old conservative
2: (laughs) yeah Uh, oh and Lindsay, i do have to uh very quickly um at the last keynote sale, I picked up malice, so I'm <gasps> ready Ooh. now. Yes, we the, have to. We... The malice diabolique. We can. I like how you're opening like a planner, like we're going to figure this out right now. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think we're doing this on this podcast, but I got to say I'm ready.
0: Everybody's now. just listening have... in for the Leagues of other podcasts.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know yes, we do have to do that because I need to quote that I am God's speech. So yes, we will oh, be okay, doing. Great. Excellent. Yeah, Wonderful. Yes. Yes. I love, I love Mellis so much. So yes, we'll, we'll, uh, I'll message you and we will we'll make a date for that. Okay. That, that's got to happen. Yeah.
0: All right. Perfect. Well, it sounds like I'm just matchmaking in podcast per <laughs> usual. I'm <on> the gateway <laughs> podcast. Nothing's changed after six months, but uh, no, this, we just wrapped up June with this episode and I'm so happy to have you to do it with me. It was fun just to kind of take back um, and kick back and just talk about, you know, a few actors we like from a very old video game franchise um but <laughs> hey i want to thank you too for coming back on and uh i recommend to everyone to check out good times great movies with doug and i definitely recommend schlock and all as well with Lindsay. um if you like this podcast uh don't forget to follow us on twitter or at sequel pod follow me at task underscore chris um both good times great movies uh same thing i think it's is it gtgm as the yeah and
2: yeah. some places it's gtgm some places it's gtgm cast other places <laughs> it's the entire name i did a really bad job seo is not my thing <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: but you can check them out anywhere you can listen to your podcast i believe um and then Lindsay, you could follow schlockenall where again
1: uh all one i think is generally the tagline mm-hmm. i used so yeah, I went back and changed it because I had it all different. I'm like, I'm not listing these every single time. It's just, I'm, go- I'm going back and changing it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. And I recommend like checking them out, Listen to- again, they're, they're on anywhere. You can listen to podcasts, same as this podcast. You can find us on Spotify, uh, Apple podcast. Um, if, please email the show if you ever want to as well um, at sequelpod at gmail.com as well. I like listening to those little podcasts. Um, like emails that people are like oh i think you'd like this thing and then i just never respond i like doing that so please email me um other than that if you aren't flossing and watching sonic 2 do you really care about cinema anyway we'll see you next time